Thank you for taking time to listen to our service. We're happy you've joined us today. Visit NBCOcala.com to find out more about who we are as a ministry or get information about upcoming events. There you can also discover all the convenient ways to partner with us financially. Thanks again for joining us. Enjoy the service. Good evening. Welcome to First Wednesday. And tonight we're trying to give you a taste of multi-site. And so you are watching this by video, but I I pray that you would just receive it as real and as right now. If I could have everybody please stand and uh, let's lift our hands. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this night, for this time, uh, for all that you're doing in our lives and in this church. I pray your blessing upon this message tonight, blessing upon each one to hear and to receive. And once again, we pray that when everything is said and done this evening, that you, Jesus, the Lord of our life, the head over all things to this church, that you would be pleased and that you would be honored and that these, your people, every single one of them would be helped tonight. And that is our prayer in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen, amen. Well, I want to share with you about the favor of God. And I'll begin tonight where we would often end, and that is with a benediction. So let's look in Numbers chapter 6, Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. It says, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. I certainly want that for me. How about you? Favor Uh, by definition, is goodwill, it's acceptance, it's kindness, and then all the benefits that would flow from goodwill, acceptance, and kindness. Uh, It also could be described as expressions of mercy, expressions of grace. When you have favor, sometimes it puts you ahead of others. It's been said that favor ain't fair, and so favor can even promote you over another. It can give you privilege that others may not have access to. Uh, ultimately, favor is to show kindness, and the Webster Dictionary defines favor, one of the definitions, as an advantage for success. So the favor of God is something that is available for us, and the favor of God has an impact, a supernatural impact on our natural uh, situations, natural life, natural conditions. We could put it this way, favor makes a difference. Everybody say that. Favor makes a difference. And ultimately, favor means God is for you. God is for you. Look in Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? And these things, if you read in the context of Romans 8, you're going to have some things above that that are actually good and powerful things. And then following this, you're going to find some very challenging things. And I kind of read it this way. What do we say to these things? Those things and those things. What do we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And that's a good declaration for all of our lives for good things. What, what are good things? What do we say about that? It means God is for me. God is for me. And the things that would maybe be a challenge, well, if God is for me, then who can be against me? I heard it this way years ago. If God is for me, what difference does it make who is against me? And so this has to do with the favor of God. It is important for us as a church. It's important for us as believers, as individuals, 
to understand the favor of God. We've talked about it many times over the years, and I, I just truly feel prompted to, to uh, refresh us concerning the favor of God because I believe more than ever we need the favor of God. Can I get an amen on that? Uh, understand that the favor of God belongs to you. Understand that it is available. Understand that there are ways that you can, uh, ways and things you can do to help activate the uh, favor of God. There are also some things that you can do to disqualify yourself and to block uh, the favor of God. If we don't understand those things about favor, it is easy for the enemy of our soul, easy for the devil to keep you broke, sick, sad, depressed, bound, stuck, on and on and on, and keep you from ever having a chance of being more and more happy, stable, fruitful, blessed. Favor is a huge element in us becoming all that God has for us to be. So look at this uh, as we begin here. Favor comes from God. Everybody read that. Favor comes from God. Not lucky breaks. Favor is not lucky breaks. It's not coincidence. Um, it's not you pushing your way in. It's not manipulation. It's not just a mindset, well, that just worked out or circumstances just happened to line up. I want us to become more favor-minded, just super aware of the favor of God that is active in our lives. Um, this uh, past summer, Alicia and I and, and uh, Greta and Gabriel, we on vacation, we flew out to Denver, Colorado, and we had an early morning flight out of Tampa. Uh, Alicia had booked all the flights. We got to the airport, and I'm looking up uh, as we're about to check in, uh, and check our baggage and so forth. I'm looking up and I do not see our flight. And then when we get up to the to the counter, uh, the gentleman behind the counter told us, he said, that's because that flight is not happening. We're moving you to a different flight. It's going to be about 10 minutes later. And instead of uh, a connecting flight, two legs to the flight, it is straight through and you'll be first class. Are you okay with that? We'll work it out. We were fine with that. And we didn't say, wow, lucky break. Wow, coincidence. That's like, that is the favor of God. Um, Proverbs 12, 2 says that a good man, and we'll spend more time on this in a moment, a good man obtains favor from the Lord. We get favor from the Lord. Now, sometimes we say this phrase, can you do me a favor? Would you do me a favor? Uh, in our family, we say, uh, could you do me a sequoia size favor? Which means that we need you to do something big. Um, and when you're asking somebody for a favor, you're asking them to do something that you can't do. You're asking them to do something that needs done that you might need help with. Sometimes it just would be easier if, if they gave you a, a, a favor, did a favor for you. Hey, um, you're going upstairs. Could you take that upstairs? Um, I, I'm getting tied up here at this appointment. Would you be able to pick up the kids? Uh, this is pretty heavy. Could you do me a favor? Would you help me lift this? And I think you can see the connection all the way around. Of, we can do favors for one another, but favor is favor. And it, it all describes the favor that God brings to our life. Favor is a major Bible theme 
If you look through the Bible, you're going to find favor over and over and over. 54 times in the Old Testament, you will find this phrase in one way or another. If I have found favor in your sight, would you? And so favor is something that people, it's a currency almost. People leverage that. There are times also in Scripture and in life where you see a person has no favor with someone. And we do have favor from God. Everybody say, I have favor. Now, favor is a major Bible theme. We see it in the life of Joseph uh, over and over again. We see it in the life of Noah and Abraham and Mary, who is the mother of Jesus. And then coming over into the New Testament, we find that the favor of God is to be found in the life of the children of God. So favor was then and there. Favor is here and now. And favor is not some extreme thing. There are some camps, so to speak, within the body of Christ that I think push favor to a little bit of an, an, an extreme. But on the other hand, you have some folks in the body of Christ that expect no favor at all. And if I'm going to get on one of those buses, I want to get on the favor bus. I have a friend of mine who's a pastor out in Texas, and he said, ride the favor train as far as it will take you. And so it's important that we understand we can have favor. Here's the important thing. We need favor. We need favor. I need favor favor. You need favor. And you can have favor, and we also can expect favor. I think being favor-minded and looking for and noting expectation keeps you very, very healthy uh, in, your, in your gratitude and in your relationship with the Lord. In Luke chapter 2, it says that Jesus had favor with God and man. In Proverbs 3, verse 4, it says, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. And so there's, there are a number of things that we can do uh, in the context of Proverbs 3 and many other places. There's some things that we can do that can curry the favor with God and with man. And I think it is doing things God's way opens the way so that we can have favor with God and even with man. The Bible even tells us in the Proverbs that when, when our ways please the Lord, he will cause even our enemies to be at peace with us. We can even have favor in the eyes of, quote, an enemy when we are pleasing God and doing God, things God's way. Favor, and let me try to uh, describe this for us because I want us to have a good view of this. Favor comes from God, but favor is rooted in grace. Grace. Everybody say grace. Now, view grace, and I've taught this for many years, grace contains everything that God has prepared, that God has promised, that God has provided. Grace contains it all. You know, we have with uh, computers and so forth, now we have the cloud. And there are ways to access things out of the cloud. So we might could say that grace is that cloud. And contained in that cloud or this uh, a, a literal cloud even over us is all the goodness of God. It's, it's all in his grace. And that's where favor is. It's in his grace. What we need to do is find out how do we access what is in God's grace? How do we access, how do we release what is in God's grace? And I believe there are two ways to release what grace contains. The first way would be right here, mercy. Everybody say mercy. Now, 
Mercy releases what grace contains. Well, let me explain this about mercy. This is all God. To release out of grace by mercy, and that is just to freely, undeservedly give some, some goodness to somebody, that would be up to God. That would be up to God to do this. And this is something that we don't deserve. This is something that we didn't earn. This is something that is unmerited. This is just the sheer goodness and kindness of God that God would release out of his grace, out of his kindness, his goodness. He would give favor to somebody. Guess what? We've all received of of that kind of favor. We've all received that mercy. The second way to release what grace contains is faith. Everybody say faith. Now, faith uh, releases what grace contains. But guess what? This is us. We do this. And let me define for us so we're not just in this vague, nebulous, what is faith? Faith really, if you boil it all down, it's these two things. It is trust and obedience. Trust and obedience. Faith without works is dead. Faith is not this vague feeling that we work up. It is trust. I don't have to have it figured out because I trust and then I obey. If I truly trust, I'll do what he says to do. And so grace contains everything that God has prepared, promised, provided, all of his goodness, all of his kindness, favor, everything is up in that cloud, so to speak. Mercy, which is only by the hand of God, can release that into our lives. But then faith is a way that you and I can release the goodness of God into our lives. And and get this, it is not earning, it is aligning. And that's a huge difference. We're not earning by our trust and obedience. We're not earning because you can't earn this. We are simply aligning. We have our papers in order at customs. Okay, so, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. When, uh, another way we could illustrate is right, right here. I had them bring water cooler out. So let this part, and pretend that it's full because God's grace is always full. So all of the kindness of God, favor of God, everything that we would ever need is in the grace of God. And there are two levers here. We'll let the red one be God, okay? And you and I are not authorized to use this one. This is the mercy. This is mercy. And so God can, you know, he can release out of all of his grace. He can choose to do that. You and I can come over to the other one here. This is our trust. This is our obedience to God. And so it's all right here. And understand that everything that God has, all of his favor, all of his goodness, all of his kindness, all of his help is all right up in here. And here's two ways that you can get it. God would just give it to you. And sometimes undeserved. Anybody here ever had him just undeserved? He has been good and kind and given you favor. He, he's, he's given you a go-ahead, and you did not earn that. You did not deserve that. And God just says, you know what? I, I give that to you. But so we don't live by mercy, though. The Bible says that we walk by, we walk by faith. So that's trust and obedience. 
And it's very clear from Scripture, and this is a huge subject that we're handling here, and we're handling it very, very much in a condensed form here. But the way we are to live, the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith, and that is trust and obedience. And if you and I will walk and live by faith, trust and obedience, we set ourselves up to be able to tap into, to release God's grace, and in this case, God's favor. If you're with me so far, say amen. So, also another way to look at it is when we trust and when we obey God, it puts us under God's umbrella. It puts us under God's umbrella. Otherwise, we are out on our own. Otherwise, we are not covered. Again, it's not earning, it's aligning. It's aligning. And so when we do things God's way, when we trust him, when we obey, that brings us under his umbrella. And that's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. When we don't do things his way, we're out from under the umbrella and we're wondering why we're getting rained on. And it's because we don't have that covering because we have wandered away. Sometimes God, though, and I don't understand it, but he is just as good. Sometimes he'll come over to you and cover you. But we don't live that way. That's all up to God. What we're to do is trust and obey, keep ourselves in alignment with God. Think about this concerning favor. Favor is for, oop, I missed this. Let me go back here that faith releases what grace contains. For by grace, everybody say grace. Grace, you have been saved. How many of you know that salvation is of grace? Okay, so for by grace you have been saved. So where is salvation? It's in the grace of God. It's in the grace of God. How do I get salvation out? It's all contained in the grace, for by grace you've been saved, come on, through faith. So faith releases what that grace contains. And that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. It's just the goodness of God. And look in uh, Romans chapter 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Look in verse 2. Through whom also we have, watch carefully, also we have access by faith into this grace. You see it? We have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So we have access by faith into the grace. And so again, thank God for his mercy, but we're not called to live by mercy, walk by mercy. Um, that's gambling, you know. Instead, we're called to live by faith, to walk by faith, trust and obedience with God. Not earning anything, it's just aligning things. If I trust him and he says, stand here and I'll cover you, that's, al- that's alignment with God. That's cooperating with God and that keeps me covered. That keeps me in the flow of the blessing of the favor of God. Now, let's go over here. Faith is for advantage. Read this with me. Faith is for advantage. And what that means is, uh, excuse me, favor, favor. Favor is for advantage. Favor puts us ahead at times. You know, favor gives us that break. It helps you to move ahead. We've all had things that have helped us. Uh, Somebody gave us a break, gave us a favor. Uh, It's for advantage. It helps you along. Favor is also for adversity. Adversity. So that not only helps you out, favor gets you through. It helps you out, but it gets you through. 
We've all experienced favor that, wow, that was a blessing. Even small things like a good parking place or uh, your flight got upgraded. That's for advantage, but also times for adversity. Favor is for adversity. It gets us through that hard time. In Psalm 124, twice, and, and later go back and read Psalm 124. It's only eight verses. Twice it says at the beginning of it, where would we be? What would have happened to us if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side? And said, let all of Israel say again, where would we be? What would have happened to us had it not been for the Lord who was on our side? Favor is for adversity. I fell off the roof. And when I did, and I don't understand all of that. My first message back was dealing with questions of, of, you know, just laying to rest a lot of questions. I learned so much. God was good to me. I hate that it happened. I'm well today. I'm grateful for that. But favor is for adversity. I look back that in one of the most adverse times of my life, the favor. The surgeon told Alicia that had I done to my head what I did to my arm, she would be a widow. You know what I count that as? Favor. Well, why'd you fall in the first place? And this and this. And I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a million questions. I, but I do know it's the favor of God. I am standing upright and I am well and I'm healthy and I'm happy and I'm functional. Favor is for advantage. Favor is for adversity. So now no matter how bad it was no matter how bad it could have been what would it have been like if God wasn't with you if God wasn't for you and I think that's for everybody tonight think about the tough times that you've been through no matter how bad it was or how bad it could have been I wonder what it would have been like if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side can I get an amen Amen. think about this every one of us you are where you are you've You've gotten ahead. You've made it through good things in your life. The things you've made through the tough times, you've made it because of the favor of God. The favor of God. I'm looking and thinking so many things in my life. Um, That's the favor of God. It's the favor of God. Look at this picture, if you will. It's a turtle on a fence post. I heard years ago that if you ever see a turtle on a fence post, you know he did not get there on his own. You know, he had to had some help. And, and I hope he got off there quickly. But think about it for us. We didn't get where we are without some help. We did not get here on our own. I just look at my whole life and I realize, wow, the favor of God, the favor of God, the favor of God, the favor of God. Come on, join me. The favor of God, the favor of God. A couple of things to help us to really activate the favor of God in our lives First of all would be this, line up. Everybody say line up. And by line up, I I mean that we cooperate. This is faith. This is trust and obedience that we cooperate, that we align our life. Um, And sometimes when we line up, I can remember in elementary school, we'd have to get in a single file line and teacher would yell at us, you know, and, and get in line, straighten up, you know, we'll Sometimes that's what lineup means. And, and it just means that we cooperate, that we align ourselves. Um, 
with the goodness of God, for the favor of God. Going back again to Proverbs 12, 1, it says a good man, a good person, obtains favor from the Lord. Now think about that phrase, a good man, a good person. It means this, to deal rightly, to deal justly, to do good, to do right, to act right. So the Bible is just saying you don't have to be It's not really just being a good man. It's that you're aligning your life. You're doing the right thing. That's God's standard. You're acting justly. That's God's standard. That's what God wants for you to do. And so by doing so, again, I'm aligning. I'm not earning. I'm just aligning. Uh, I referenced it earlier. You show up at customs, you better have your papers in order. And so it doesn't make you better than anybody else. It's just alignment that they stamp that book and then welcome to our country. You know, but or you cannot be lined up and then you gotta sneak around. You know, you gotta try to break through, and it's never gonna go good, and you're never going to have peace. It's a matter of just having alignment. So everybody again say line up. And so when we do things God's way, this is what makes the difference. Look in Malachi chapter 3, verse 18 in the message. It says, once more you'll see the difference. Everybody say the difference. Once more you'll see the difference it makes between being a person who does the right thing and one who doesn't, between serving God and not serving him. Here again, there's a difference. There's a difference between serving God and not serving God. There's a difference between doing the right thing and not doing the right thing. And see, it, it frustrates me at times, and sometimes I wisely kind of just smile a little bit and say they'll learn, but there's some people that want to, well, it doesn't really matter. I can do this and, and start to go and do their own thing, which ultimately can start becoming the wrong thing. And to get out of alignment. And I want you to know, this is ancient and forever. There's a difference. There's a difference in doing the right thing and the wrong thing. There's a difference in serving God and not serving God. And that's what this lineup is. I can't expect the favor of God if I don't line up. Now, God may give it to me. Just out of his mercy, he might do that. But what I'm called to do, what you're called to do, is to line up. Say it again, line up. I'm just to align my life with his way because it makes the difference. Well, it won't matter if I do this or if I don't do that. It does matter. There's a difference. There will be a difference. You might not feel it by Tuesday, but there will be a difference in your life if you're serving God, if you're not serving God, if you're doing things the right way or if you're doing them the wrong way. Can I get an amen on that? Line up, and then the next would be this, look for. Everybody say it, look for. God has been incredibly merciful to all of us, all along. Even before we maybe surrendered our life to the Lord. How many of you would say he was merciful to you even before you even gave your life to the Lord? Some of you are alive today because of the mercy of God. God wants us well. He wants things to go well for us. He wants us to have a good journey. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to enjoy. And sometimes God just gives us his favor. And he gives us his advantage simply because, you ready for this? Because you're his. Because you're his. 
Sometimes you get to play on the team because your dad's the coach. You're just his. And sometimes just out of that, you have favor. Max Lucado said that if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. If he had a wallet, your photo would be in it. Just because you're his. My grandpa had a, a gas station. It's one of my happiest places in my memory. I'm a little kid, and I go to my grandpa's gas station. And it was his gas station, Speedy's Gulf. But I could wander around there like I owned the joint. He had this wooden cabinet, and it had two glass doors on it. And it was about five rows of boxes of candy that were for sale. I was allowed to, every time I was there, to get my choice of candy. One, I will admit, sometimes I got more than one. But I could just go walk right up there, and I could get candy. I still remember doing this, opening the doors. I do this probably every time, and just stick my head in there and just smell it. You could smell all the different candy bars and so forth. But why could I do that? Why could I do that? I could do that simply because I was his. I had favor simply because I was his. He also had on his desk, had a big metal desk, and there was a little like Dixie cup that was kind of behind some things, and it was full of quarters. And I was allowed a quarter. That was the quarter cup. No one, knows, no one else knew about the quarter cup except grandpa and me and those quarters were available to me simply because I was his so no matter how many people pulled up ding ding welcome to Speedy's Golf no matter what was going on here I am a little six-year-old seven-year-old I had favor at grandpa's place simply because I was his and we have favor in life so often just simply because we're his Relish that, love that, celebrate. I belong to God. There will be favor on my life today. And so often it is just out of the mercy and just out of the goodness of God that he freely gives, you know, that favor and help to us. But what he wants us to do, and I can remember times where grandpa put me in timeout, times where grandpa said, you're not getting anything today because I was not lining up because maybe I was taking what he wanted to give and getting into things that he didn't want me to be around, usually for my own safety. I don't want you around there. I don't want you doing this. And it, was, it wasn't to, to quelch my fun. It was to keep me safe. And so sometimes he had to hold back on the mercy part. And so what we have to do is understand we're going to have favor today. You're going to have favor in your life. And what God wants us to do, though, is line up, line up, but then also look for his, his favor that would be in our life. And when you see favor, and I want you to look for favor. Everybody say, look for favor. I want you to look for favor because you have more favor than you realize you do. And, and start to acknowledge it. Start to recognize the favor of God in your life. Expect to see it. I'm expecting to see, you know, if we... If we didn't expect to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, I'm expecting to see his goodness. Uh, I've said it this way. When you see it, say it. When you see it, say it. Mark it. Mention it. Thank God for it. Um, Keep a, a finger free to point to it. Favor, favor, favor. That was favor. And just make yourself so aware of God's favor in your life. Look at this in Psalm 5, and then I'll bring this to a close. Psalm 5. 
But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. Watch this. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. Now this has to do with you're lined up. You're lined up. You're doing the right thing. You will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. When we started the church, we were so aware. I'm still aware. But I was so absolutely aware because we started to see favor in our life and for ministry like never had before. Because you have to understand, when we started the church, all we had was a call. That's all we had. And we began to see the favor of God. I remember pulling up to the Ocala Hilton, trying to arrange everything to launch the church almost 29 years ago. I pulled up there in a little Chevrolet Spectrum, uh, a very unreliable car. Some days couldn't get it to start. Some days I couldn't get it to stop. And I pulled up there. I'd done my research, not online, because that was not possible then. And I pulled up in this little car, got it to turn off, got out in my shiny pants, Not that shiny pants were in, they weren't. We couldn't afford dry cleaning. They were shiny because they'd been ironed and ironed and ironed. I was really shiny right here, you know. I remember going in there, but I, as vivid as can be, and I was thinking about it this morning, I was praying too. I got out of that car and I said, said, God, I believe that your favor surrounds me like a shield. And I walked into the fanciest place in town. And I didn't even have a business card. Said, yes, we're wanting to start a church in two weeks. And we need to rent some space. I didn't have any money. I had a call. And they gave us a deal. So much so that on week two, the gentleman who we were working with there, that making the arrangements, he goes, I'm in a little bit of trouble because of you. And I said, why is that? He says, I gave you a deal, and my bosses are not happy with the deal. And why did he give me a deal? Favor. They threw in things along the way. Hey, we're going to need a little more space. We're going to need this. Favor, favor, favor. All through the time, we we found favor. Um, When we got into the blocker building, favor, 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 favor. When we got out onto this property, we have 80 acres. God gave us favor with connections, favor with finances, favor with all kinds of things. As we started to explore uh, beginning to build out on this property, there was no city water coming out this way. And so they said, this may be a problem. And we were thinking, oh, we might would have to uh, dig, dig a well. And they were saying for commercial and for this type of building and everything else. And I'm driving out here one day just to look at the property and pray on the property again. And they are working. And they're working. And I'd ask them multiple times, when will water be out there? And they say, I don't even know. It's not on the docket yet. And all of a sudden, one day I pull up here and they are laying pipe. And they laid pipe and it went just past us because they were trying to court the favor of bringing in perhaps one day an apartment complex. And so it's the favor of God that brought water all the way out here, just past where we needed it to be, bringing it out. It was just the favor of God. You know what I did? Favor, favor, favor. 
And he's given us favor, and he hasn't stopped giving us favor. And I'm believing he'll give us favor with the East Campus. And he'll give us favor every Sunday. And he'll give you favor wherever you go. And we've got to believe that God's favor will make a difference. I believe that favor surrounds us like a shield. Can I get an amen? So whatever it would be in your life, you need favor for advantage. You need favor for adversity. God gives favor. We obtain favor from the Lord. And don't let this verse lose its volume at all. In Proverbs 12, a good man, a good person obtains favor from the Lord. Favor comes from God. But the way that I know every day that I can obtain favor is to be that good person. And that's not just that I have good manners and so forth. It's that I align my life with trust and obedience. Because when I don't do that, listen, I can actually forfeit the favor. When you try to make things happen on your own, when you push ahead, when you don't do things in the way that God would have you to do them, when you don't follow his leading, when you miss and you go out with the wrong motivation, you can forfeit and miss the favor of God. And I'll say this, this is no place to be without the favor of God. Let me pray over you. Father, I pray for each one right now. I pray for the favor of God to be so clearly evident in our lives. Help us to line up. Help us to look for the favor. And may favor be strong. I thank you, God. Your favor makes a difference in our life, and we're so grateful for it. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. Did y'all get anything at all out of this today? All right. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Meadowbrook Church. We hope you'll stay connected by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at NBC Ocala.